Well, hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? How are you doing today? How's everyone? Yes. Welcome to today's broadcast. I'm your host, Teresa T.L. Matthew. I am that hair from in my eye. I am the founder of Some Foods, the maker of Some Sweet. All these little hairs everywhere. <laughs> that's some sweet. That's some sweet. <laughs> the uh, the most spectacular sweetener, I like to say, that is on the market. Yes, indeed. And I am um, also the founder of SARE Nutritional Therapy, S-A-I-R-N-T. That stands for, and I don't know who's calling me. Uh, I am the founder of S-A-I-R-N-T, that is SARE Nutritional Therapy. And so, yes, so very excited to be with you all today in this new year. Isn't that fantastic? I mean, wow, we crossed over, well, into a new year. So we do have a very special guest with us today. Just want to finish up doing a little housekeeping while I get him, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, into the um, back room here. So and invite him on into the into the back room and then he will uh, be joining us here shortly so yes so um new year lots of stuff going on lots and lots of stuff going on and um i'm just like i'm, I'm really excited for what's what's going to occur this year so uh, yes, so if you bear with me just one moment, because I do, um, I'm trying to queue up our guest here in the back room, make sure that he un that he knows what's going on, because that was actually was a call coming in there from him. Want to remind you all to drink your water. You need four four bottles per day, so we're gonna do that and. Oh, you know how I have all this stuff on the phone, so let me pull this up. So, let me see if he got his invite. So, send that off and see what happens. Yes. Okay. So sorry about that. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm just so excited here um, for what's going on uh, this year. Lots of lots and lots of things. And, and um, man, did I have a little uh, scary incident today, you know, so I um Okay, so um, I was just a uh, uh, just a lot of stuff going on. I can't wait to share with you guys. Um, I, I I had um, I can't tell you that I did Lisa's face, and then I had to make some changes with that. So uh, still getting all that stuff together, but we're here. We're here. So um, if you don't know what your risk is for type two diabetes, please go over to the American Diabetes Association and take the assessment um, over there, and um, that will tell you what your risk is for. Uh, type 2 diabetes or and, and like that and um, also um, 
I hope I'm not freezing. Okay, because I just I just looked and I just like saw myself freezing there. Yeah. So um, also, yeah, go over there and take your take your um, your your assessment um, so that you can know what your risk is. And then um, while we're getting ready to bring on our guests, I want you to know that you can always listen to the restream of this. We we go live on here at on here on Haps. We go um, at S A I R N T. Uh, Facebook at S-A-I-R-N-T, YouTube at S-A-I-R-N-T, and when we get to a thousand subscribers, we will be going live on TikTok at S-A-I-R-N-T. We're also live on Twitch at S-A-I-R-N-T, <laughs> and uh, on Instagram at Some Sweet Foods and um, Twitter at Some Sweet Foods. So, yes, just trying to be like every place where you all are at. Also, final thing, or not final, final, but final thing. Um, you can also get the podcast at wherever you get your streaming podcast from. I don't know what you call it, platform, streaming, whatever. You, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. And if we're not there, say, hey, you guys aren't over there. Because that is at S-A-I-R-N-T, Sarah Nutritional Therapy. Sugar addiction is real nutritional therapy, S-A-I-R-N-T. All right, so I do believe that our guest is queued up and he is backstage waiting to come on and share with us. Our guest is uh, Vernon Davis and he is an author. And let's get ready to welcome our guest. Yes. Hey, good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. Okay, I'm waiting. My, my my screen is freezing and all that good stuff. So, yeah, okay, there we go. It still looks like it's kind of freezing, but are you there? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So, just want to welcome you to uh, the broadcast today. And uh, so, everyone, this is, again, this is Vernon Davis. He is an author, and he's going to share with us his story, his journey his, to, to getting healthy and um, fighting against type 2 diabetes. So I'm so excited, and you're going to share with us about your book and all of that good stuff that you have going on. So welcome, 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 welcome. All right, thank you so Floor much for yours. having me. <laughs> Floor is yours. Tell us who you are and start telling us your story. Yeah, so, so again, my name is Vernon Davis. Um, I'm a former soda drunk. Uh, soda was soda and juice is a huge part of uh, my daily consumption uh, as it relates to liquids. Uh, so I got a lot of my sugar in uh, each and every day, uh, and it's from a very young age. Uh, I'm a father of one, a uh, loving and faithful husband, um, a dedicated son, brother, uh, grandson as well. Um, and uh, just on a mission uh, to share with the world uh, you know, what it, what it is that I did uh, to uh, reverse uh, type 2 diabetes naturally in my own body uh, and uh, kind of push the information that, you know, unfortunately, a lot of medical professionals are not, um, you know, <laughs> pushing that are, you know, that, that's beneficial for us before us all. Um, so, right. you know, growing up, I uh, developed an addiction to food. Uh, food was my comfort, uh, food and uh, sugary drinks. Uh, if I was stressed out, you know, there was a uh, food that I would go to, pizza, hot mm -hmm. dogs, burgers, tacos, nachos, um, mm -hmm. you know, and there are different drinks, uh, you know, peach knee high and a uh, Fago peach being two of my favorite sodas um, that <laughs> I would consume. And then there was, uh, you know, various fruit punch drinks um, that I would consume as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, things really got, got worse for me when I went to college uh, when I just had more access to food. I mean, uh, in the cafeteria at Grambling State yeah. University, you know, I learned very quick 
that uh, all my meals are going to be buffet style. And so, you know, if I could just make it, you know, through, you know, my morning classes, uh, you know, that, that transition from high school to college and, and the pace, right. uh, you know, being a transition for me as well, if I could just make it through those morning classes and make it a lunch, you know, I could pig out um, and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, recharge my mind, at least so I thought. Um, that's right, what would right. Be, uh, the situation for me and so um but i just you know i just went overboard when it came to calorie consumption and um you know i got a job uh, a couple of years into college and uh, you know that afforded me the opportunity to be able to purchase various foods off campus um mm-hmm. at various hours of the night when the cafeteria was closed and uh yeah um just uh, you know rely heavily on food to you know be that comfort for me um you know right. fast forward to a, a professional um, uh, during the pandemic, um, I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough to be working from home and, um, you know, with working from home came, you know, the, the kitchen at home and everything that was in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I, you know, I would, you know, go crazy on my leftovers that I made my wife had from the night before, and uh, there would be none for dinner the next day because I would eat it all for breakfast and lunch. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just, uh, spiraled out of control, uh, you know, to kind of, you know, yeah. to the uh, the point of the matter you know i avoided going to the doctor for for many many years and i found every excuse i could to not go um uh-huh. you know because i didn't you know at one point i didn't have insurance uh so i didn't want to go for even a you know a checkup a physical at uh, the free clinics uh, you know at, at one point i did have uh, insurance with the company that i was working for but i was traveling so much and so no nah, i didn't want to make an appointment uh, to go to a doctor because I didn't I didn't know if I would be in town to be able to go to that appointment. Mind you, my uh, supervisor um, was very very good at giving me the time off that I needed for any personal matter. But I still made that excuse um, right. and, a, and a host of other excuses along. Got the mile. Twenty nineteen, you know she uh, you know urged me to go to the doctor to get a checkup and and so mm-hmm. I went. Um, really didn't get much information on that checkup. Uh, it's okay. really more of an inter- introduction. Uh, session between me and the physician that I was seeing at the time, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, we set up a follow-up appointment uh, to see him again in December of 2019. And uh, right. yeah, I don't remember why I opted not to go. I would imagine it had something to do with work, uh, but I, I don't remember. Um, but I uh, canceled my appointment, and then uh, the next month is when you know we started working from home due to the pandemic. So this was now January of 2020, and right. uh, you know during that time. Um, you know, from uh, January 2020 up through July 2020, um, I know I packed on at least 25 pounds. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I started experiencing an excessive urination, feeling like I couldn't hold uh, my urine, but it wasn't a big deal at the time because right. I was at home and my workstation was near um, our, our restroom. And so, you know, I didn't really worry about it. Um, my sleep pattern was horrible. Um, you know, I needed naps uh, frequently through the day just to be able to function. Um, you know, I, I didn't know it at the time, um, but there was a pain in my side that uh, ended up finding out that was related to stage one kidney kidney disease. Um, I had oh, wow. tingling in my uh, fingers, tingling in my toes, tingling in my left leg and my right, excuse me, in my left eye. Um, I had a blurred vision. My right eye wasn't blurred, um, so I was confused mm-hmm. on that, but it still wasn't enough for, for me to go to the doctor. Right. Well, um, in July uh, of 2020, my wife and I uh, took a road trip to Michigan uh, to attend a wedding for one of my best friends. And uh, we, you know, on that road trip, I continuously pulled over on the side of the interstate to urinate uh, because mm-hmm. I uh, felt like I couldn't hold it. I couldn't make it to the next convenience store or 
or the next uh, fast food restaurant or uh, even a, right. you know, a hotel, you know, to be able to use the restroom in the hotel lobbies. Um, I couldn't make it. And that's when I realized that, okay, I think I really have a problem. You know, I've never felt that before so consistently. Um, so right. like, I can't hold it. I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself. And so, you know, after the uh, after the wedding, uh, we came back uh, to our home and uh, you know, my wife had urged me uh, to go to go to a to a doctor. Um, okay. And uh, I did have an appointment set up with my primary care physician at the time, but he canceled mm-hmm. on me as he did uh, multiple times throughout 2020 due to the pandemic. Uh, at the right. time, we weren't doing virtual visits. And so, uh, you know, I was happy that he canceled because I didn't want to go. Um, yeah. I didn't want to find out any bad news. Uh, my wife, right. uh, she wasn't as happy and she did not settle for that. Um, mm-hmm. So she did tell me I needed to find somewhere to go. And, uh, you know, I found a, a local clinic. Uh, to go to, didn't need an appointment, and uh, I had already imagined that they were going to share some negative news with me. And so to kind of emphasize mm-hmm. on the hold that uh, food and sugary drinks had over me, you know, I uh, chose to go to a local convenience store the morning of my appointment. I purchased five drinks. Uh, wow. Four of them were fountain drinks. Of those four, two of them were uh, fruit punch drinks, and then the uh, other two were uh, sodas. And then the fifth drink mm-hmm. was uh, like a frozen slush. And, uh, Slurpee. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was like, it was like a Slurpee. Yes, ma'am. Yep. <laughs> so um, I set those in the front of my vehicle, um, uh, in the front seat of my vehicle, so that they were there they were there for me once uh, once my appointment was over. Uh, that way, um, I had uh, something to soothe me immediately uh, mm-hmm. upon any bad news that I was to get. And uh, you know, while I was in my appointment, you know, I shared with them, uh, share with the, the doctor all of my. My symptoms, and uh, he took took some blood, and uh, you know ran some tests on my blood. Uh, took a urine sample, ran some tests on my urine, and uh, he casually came back into the uh, to the small space there and said, "Hey, man, you know you're you're feeling this way, and you're experiencing these things because you're a type two diabetic." And uh, you know I was in disbelief. Not pre diabetic. Not pre. No, no, I was, I was okay. far past pre. <laughs> okay. I was okay. far past pre. My A one C level was greater than fifteen point five. So I was okay. very very far past pre. And wow. uh, I had to ask him to repeat that because I was just in disbelief. You know, uh, I knew di- diabetes to be the sugars. And so I'm like, nah, I can't yeah. have the sugars. Okay. And, uh, you know, he repeated it and, uh, you know, gave me a, uh, he wrote up a prescription for a particular medication. And uh, he sent me on my way. Uh, man, tears flowing down my eye, uh, down my face. And, uh, you know, I was just shocked, uh, you know, that this this was the news that right. I received. Right. Um, and so I, uh, I remember taking a sip of the uh one of the fruit punch drinks and uh threw all those drinks away after that one sip that was the last day i've had soda or juice i've only drank water since then um and uh you know i called my wife called my mom so i can uh, inform uh, my mom and my dad what was going on and uh Mm -hmm. they all cried and uh you know but once i hung up with them um you know something in me said uh you know make a phone call to two of your friends and so i did um, I called uh, my uh, friend Tony Lee, who uh, mm-hmm. just so happened to have been a personal trainer, share with him, you know, what I was told, and uh, you know, he reassured me that he was going to assist me in every way that he could uh, to to better my overall health and to heal my body. Um, but it was going to take some work, and it was going to be okay. challenging. But he'll be there with me. Um, and then I called another friend of mine by the name of Breon, uh, who's an herbalist, and uh, he he reassured me of the same thing. You know, going to help you heal your body, but it's going to be challenging. And so those outside of my family, those two gentlemen became my immediate accountability partners. Um, you know, I started doing some uh, self-education. I learned about the, uh, the 
the, you know, I won't mention the name of it, but the medication that they prescribed me, I started learning about it and realized that the side effects uh, seem to be uh, much more harmful than the overall illness itself. And so, you know, I opted not to use the medication and uh, then I started learning about natural herbs, uh, started learning about what foods to stay away from and what foods to incorporate uh, in my daily regimen. I started learning about, you know, the times, the best time <laughs> of the day for me to eat. Okay. Um, you know, how much to eat, uh, started learning about water and, you know, the different variations of water, how water you know, can differ from uh, you know, company to company. And I, you know, put together a, a regimen for myself as far as food was concerned on what I was going to uh, intake uh, and the times in which I would uh, take, take, that, uh, take that food in. Uh, mm -hmm. My uh, friend, uh, Breon, you know, he, he has shared with me uh, more about natural herbs and I did my own research on them as well. And, Drew okay. a conclusion on what I was going to incorporate in my uh, in my daily regimen uh, as it relates to natural herbs, and uh, you know that has helped out a ton. And uh, you know Tony Lee, you know he has shared with me due to the pandemic, you know we couldn't meet up in person, couldn't go to a gym to work out, but he reassured mm -hmm. me if I trusted him, I would experience success. And so I said okay. Okay. And he said, hey, you know we're, I'm going to have you work out on your patio. And I told him, well, uh, you know that's fine, but uh, you know I don't have any equipment. And he told me I didn't need any. Um, okay. And so, you know, I was uh, a, a bit reluctant uh, because it just didn't make sense, but I was desperate. And so I gave it a try and, uh, you know, I was able to yield, uh, you know, dividends when it came to, you know, following both of their advice uh, and Fantastic. keeping them informed, uh, you know, throughout, you know, my week to week, uh, just my decision making. I mean, there were times where I had emotional breakdowns for sure. I mean, you know, setbacks, mm -hmm. I had to learn that setbacks were going to be a part of the journey. And, and, and thankfully, it were minor setbacks. Um, but setbacks nonetheless and uh, you know every time i had a you know emotional moment and, and made a decision where i went and got a burger that i knew i wasn't supposed to have or or something mm -hmm. of that nature you know I, i'd give them a call uh, let them both know what was going on and uh, you know we'll talk through it and uh, you know they were very encouraging and, you know we got back on uh, you know got back to back to the regular scheduled program you know my wife uh, haven't had my back uh, the entire time you know, she's very supportive uh, from the day I was diagnosed uh, up till now, um, because it is still a journey that I'm on. Um, I'll never consider myself to have arrived or be finished uh, because it's uh, it takes a daily decision uh, to continue to press on towards uh, optimal health. And uh, you know, yes. if I choose not to, I can fall back into the same situation I was in. And uh, you know, five months after my diagnosis, I had lost uh, 50 pounds of weight in a healthy Yay. way, uh, all Good. natural. Um, you know, in uh, you know, 15 months after my diagnosis, I I got my A1C down uh, over 10 points, uh, so I'm back in the five range now, uh, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, my blood sugar, uh, my blood glucose level, rather, um, is down uh, 397 points. Uh, so uh, I'm grateful for that, and uh, you know, I'm just uh, so they you know, told you you're reversed. They told I am reversed, you yes, ma'am. You reversed, yes, yes, yes. So let me ask you. You said. Um, you said you you were so your your thing was sugary drinks so i want everybody hear that because you know like and that includes juices too because yeah. there's lots of sugar in juices as well and especially when they do the juices and they add sugar to them so i just want to point that out but you said that um when you went and you 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 got your numbers they were really they were um you said you were 300 and something right and so you were at this point I kind of want to go because I tell everybody if you don't know whether or not you're type you're at risk for type two diabetes, go over to the um, American Diabetes Association and take their assessment um, to see what your risk is. So before you were even 
before you even hit dia the diabetic stage, what were some, did you have any indications along the way? Because I know you mentioned you were having the, the tingling, the, the problem with your eye um, and things like that. But did you have any other little symptoms that you go, oh, that was that and you were ignoring that? Because you mentioned some of the biggies that were frequent urine, uh, urination and um, the, the vision problems. But did you have any other little symptoms that were along the way that you were that you were, you know, thinking that something could be wrong. You said a pain in your side as well. Yeah, yes, ma'am. You had a pain in my side. I had no idea it was a stage one kidney disease. Um, so yeah, those are the those are all the things that I felt, but I had no no knowledge of diabetes symptoms, and so mm -hmm. I had no reason to even think, okay, this might be related to diabetes, um, mm -hmm. because I I chose to be ignorant to uh, chronic illnesses in general. I feel like mm -hmm. it's not something that could have happened to me. Um, right. and I talk about that in my book, um, you know, choosing to, uh, you know, do different things to intentionally sweat and uh, eat a certain way. I, I felt like I was immune uh, to self-inflicted illnesses, especially that of uh, type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes for that matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, mm -hmm. not knowing all the while, you know, I was actually, you know, you know, hurting my body and uh, again, mm -hmm. well past the pre-diabetic uh, stage uh, by the time I found out. And uh, my uh, my blood glucose level was actually 476 when okay. I was uh, when I was diagnosed. I remember they uh, recommended that I go to the emergency room, but I was too emotional to do anything else and right. see another doctor that day. And so I opted not to. Uh, and I'm glad I did. And I, I feel like if I would have won, I uh, probably would have, you know, given in to them uh, recommending giving me something immediately. Um, you know, like insulin or something. And, and you know, I am proud to say again, that I've used no medication uh, for this, and it's all been uh, all natural. Right, but right. So, level is down to 79. So I'm just gonna ask you, you don't have to mention the name, but did it start with the M? Is that the, what he gave you, he started you with? Was it a uh, pill or was that, it a- That is what he uh, prescribed me, yes ma'am. But I okay. never used it, it did start with an M, yes ma'am. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, I, we know all about that over here. <laughs> But we give it, we we're not gonna promote anything or say anything about that. But yeah. So what were some of the herbs and things? Because we know you you said you started exercising. So what were some of the herbs and things that you started to use um, that that you were doing? Because I mean, you know, like we can kind of figure, you know, like exercise, but like the herbs and things that you started to to do to change your to change all of this to to reverse your your type two diabetes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, primarily it was a sea moss gel. Uh, which okay. I had a mixture of sea moss and bladderwort, uh, two sea vegetables. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, mm -hmm. Black seed oil. Okay. Was also used uh, consistently uh, in okay. my regimen, and elderberry. Elderberry okay. was a uh, paramount for me as well, and in uh, healing my healing my organs and boosting my immune system. Okay, and so um, you said you were. They said what stage one or early stages of kidney disease. Stage and one stage one okay and so did um did when you did you get your kidneys checked did that reverse itself as well oh yeah or... my kidneys are in great order yes ma'am they sure okay. are both of them okay okay oh, fantastic fantastic i mean wow wow see everybody you know that's what you know every it, i think that we really don't realize how fast that this can like it, it like takes a long time you know to 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 happen but then once the damages start to be done, it just, bam, it snowballs quickly, 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 yeah. you know, to, and that's what, I mean, it's just 
one incident can shoot your blood sugar up and then you then that just opens the floodgate for everything else to start happening and we don't even realize that i mean we've had several guests on here that tell us about they didn't they didn't have they had no idea like it was like everything was fine and then all of a sudden you know it was just like like you said you were you you, you ha were having that frequent urination but it wasn't like really really bad and then when you hit the road it was like man you can't you you gotta go every single time and and then it's like people don't i don't think we don't really realize that you know how how um how it happens so fast let me ask you something so when you were eating and because we like this because i like to tell people you know like um every time you eat you spike your blood sugar so how many meals a day were you eating like through the course of time like you know like were you were were you a grazer or were you just like three big meals or you know how were, how was your diet at that time and how is your diet now yeah so um are you talking about prior to diagnosis how was my diet yeah prior to okay. diagnosis Ooh. yeah and then how um, is it now yeah yeah so prior to diagnosis i just ate whenever i saw food um okay you know, i tried to stay uh, try to make sure I kept the, kept the you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, you know time frame of having a meal. But even mm -hmm. outside of that, you know, getting um, you know another burger and fries, uh, you know, stopping by you know Chick Fil A and getting a sandwich and fries. Uh, you know, if I had to get, stop and get gas, I would stop and get chips and soda as well and candy, just to, you know, to get something because it was there and because I was able to. Um, okay. You know, we'll go grocery shopping, you know, buy a lot of snacks to be able to have a snack through the night, um, you know, for whenever I got up to use the restroom. And, and, okay. and, you know, that was actually very frequent, you know, getting up to use the restroom. I just never thought it was a problem because I was right. drinking a lot of soda and juice and, and some water. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, just getting the liquids out. Um, right. You know, that's how I was then. And then when I, uh, you know, found out I was a uh, type 2 diabetic uh, and, you know, put myself on a regimen, you know, I ate. Uh, in a four-hour window each day, and uh, you know, I had uh, small meals. Um, I have uh, a smoothie uh, with certain fruits and vegetables um, in them, and natural herbs as well. And it took some getting used to for sure. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it took some time to, to you know be able to condition myself and say, okay, I'm satisfied. Uh, so I'd have that. I'd have uh, you know different kind of fruits uh, to snack on during that time frame. Um, mm -hmm. I'd have a light lunch with a you know with a salad uh, or a grilled. Uh, grilled vegetables with uh, brown rice or quinoa, um, and then uh, I have a salad in the in the late in the early afternoon as well. You know, still all within that four-hour window. Um, uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, if uh, you know if I couldn't fight the urge, uh, the hunger urge, and I'd eat uh, like some fruit or or I'd make another smoothie. And then you know, in addition to that, there were times where you know I just I was emotional and I gave in to. You know, consuming certain things in the late evening, I knew I shouldn't have. My wife was having mm -hmm. having dinner, um, and she got something that she liked. Uh, if she didn't finish it, you know, I would finish it for her. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and you know, at times I would feel regretful, and you know, I have to make some phone calls to my accountability partners. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. had to push it even harder the next day with working out. And that's important that you said that you mentioned that you had you had two friends that you could go to and that, and I mean you were really blessed to have those two friends to go to that were like you know that could slot right in and help you and a lot of people don't have those kind of accountability partners to be able you know like those you know call a friend and stuff like that so you were really blessed to have that but if you you know and I said every say to you all if you do not have 
uh, somebody you just look i don't have nobody but i gotta pay a personal trainer which i gotta start back to doing because i just said that today <laughs> i gotta gotta get me a new personal trainer because i moved away from where mine was so now i have to get me a new one in my area where i'm at now but yeah i, I gotta go pay a personal trainer because that's what i need because that's the only thing that's gonna um cause me that that's what um like, I know I got a gym membership. I paid for the gym membership. But, you know, I don't want to go. I'm not inspired to go use it. I need the personal trainer for as my accountability partner. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so what you had there and having your personal trainer is, like, that's spot on. Accountability partner and somebody to help you. Especially for me, you know, like, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a nutritional therapist. It kind of just doesn't work. You know, the nutrition part is like, eh, you know, I kind of have to rewire my brain to go, you know, see somebody because like when I know what it is that I should be doing and stuff like that. But that's absolutely you're spot on with that. Having um, a personal uh, a accountability partners and trainers and things like that, because, man, if we don't have it, look, we didn't hold ourselves accountable for all that, you know, for all that time. You know what yeah. I mean? So then when you get to where you need it, you got to you got to have somebody. So you were fortunate to have that. So tell us about your book, because you mentioned that in your book, um, you talk a little bit about that. So what's the to first tell us the name of your book and is it available now to be able to get your book? Because I was looking and I was like, it's, it was saying that it wasn't quite available, but is it available now? And tell us all the good stuff about that. Uh, yes, ma'am. So uh, my book title is Uncomfortable Peace. Um, it is available on Amazon right now. Uh, yesterday, we actually hit a number one in the new release uh, category for diabetes. Uh, so we're very fortunate uh, oh, great, to, great. To, to have that, uh, to have that screenshot. I mean, I think it, it, it does fluctuate each day. But as of yesterday, I checked again today, we were uh, number one on the new release uh, oh. for, for diabetes books. And so, uh, you know, very fortunate in that uh, we have the uh, electronic option uh, for the ebook, and then we have the paperback option as well. Okay. Um, and uh, it really details, uh, you know, what led to my diagnosis. So, um, you know, years and years of just, uh, you know, choosing to eat horrible, choosing to, you know, be uh, deceitful even even to myself when it came to mm -hmm. food, and uh, you know, kind of the you know running into a, a wall. Uh, if you will, right. uh, at the doctor's office on that day and finding out what was going on with me and, you know, the decisions that I made uh, from that day up to present time, uh, you know, to have, uh, you know, experience the success that I've experienced, uh, to mm -hmm. feel better, to look better, uh, for my numbers to be extremely better than what they were. And uh, for my uh, for my doctor that I, uh, that I go see now to have no concerns uh, for my overall health. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, um Oh God, I had a question and I was just like going to say that we, you know, we, um, let me think here for a minute. Cause my brain just said, Zip, and just went, went, went blank on me. I had one question. I was thinking now your title, what made you come up with the title uncomfortable peace? What's the story behind the title? Yeah. Uh, great question. So originally, um, it was going to be called couch potato. Um, and, okay. and as I thought about it, you know, while I, while I was a, a couch potato, it just, uh, it just wasn't as fitting, uh, for what the, uh, entirety of the book was about. Um, okay. you know, the book was about, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone to be able to obtain peace, um, mm -hmm. peace of mind, uh, more than anything that, Hey, I'm okay. Uh, I'm making the best decisions for my body, uh, which in turn has an, uh, an effect on, uh, you know, the trajectory of my family. Um, and, right. you know, making good decisions as it relates to my family long term. And so, 
Um, I uh, realized that, you know, getting up out of bed at 4.35 o'clock in the morning to go to go work out uh, on my patio, to, to jog in my neighborhood, to, you know, be intentional about what I purchase at the grocery store, to eat a certain time of day, to consume uh, some foods that don't taste that well. You know, it's all uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it allowed for me to be able to obtain a, a level of peace that I haven't experienced since I was a young, young child when I, you know, had decent health, um, you know, I uh, didn't yeah. have to worry about, you know, being over overweight as a young child. Um, it wasn't until I started getting a bit older and, you know, more mm-hmm. and more greedy and, uh, you know, developing addiction to food. So, uh, so that's where uncomfortable peace comes from. Okay. Okay. Does anybody in your, that was a question I have, but does anybody in your family have uh, diabetes, type two diabetes? Do you have uh, so- any family members? Extended family, um, I was familiar with some of them having uh, what they call the sugars, um, mm-hmm. and those family members had limbs, uh, you know, that had to be uh, taken off, and, and, they, yeah. and they eventually passed away. Uh, but not in my immediate family, uh, mm-hmm. had uh, no one to my knowledge uh, been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And I think, uh, you know, not, not that anyone does, that's not to my knowledge, but I think overall, for uh, at least for, for minorities, um, being secretive about the status of our health uh, does, you know, hurt us in the, in the long run. I think, you know, with me you know, choosing to be ignorant to my own health, um, you know, it's just as bad. Um, and so I, I do think that, uh, you know, for, for, for those that are listening that, that know of any health ailments, uh, any illness that, that they're experiencing, you know, if you don't have people that are close to you in your life that you love and trust involved, it's, it's not going to be beneficial for you to, to keep them out. I now understand, you know, being selective on what you share uh, to different yeah. family members and different friends. And, and, and that's understandable. Um, but there has to be a few few people out there that, that's in your circle that you can, you know, express what's going on with you so that they can you know, be a part of your accountability team um, yeah. in route to optimal health. I mean, we want to, you know, we, we don't know yeah. how long we're going to be on this earth, you know, but yeah. we want to, uh, you know, be able to control what we can. And the duration is not something we can control per se, but the quality uh, of our life is something that we can uh, have a significant impact on. And, uh, you know, you definitely want to have uh, accountability partners uh, in route to, uh, you know, having the best quality of life as possible. And I, I agree with that because, like, um, for, like, in some families that diabetes, like in my family, diabetes r- runs in the family. And I think that, and you said for those to help you to be in route to good health, to better health, because in some families, even if you share that, they'll be like, man, yeah, it's, it runs in the family, you know, it, it, it runs in, you know, it runs in the family. And then it's just kind of like, there's really no, no, no way to look like to break that cycle because people are trying to feel like that, um, that it's just, it's normal. Hey, it's, it's normal when it's not something that's normal. It's not something that you should actually, that we should actually, we should have, we should get, I mean, it's something that we do to ourselves and it's not, it's not normal. And in a lot of, in a lot of uh, black households, we think that those things are normal, you know, it's, you know, and we, we, we expect that when we get a certain age, we're going to have things like high blood pressure, you know, even though we don't want it. But, you know, it's kind of, you expect that you're going to get it. And if you get it, it's like uh, not a big surprise, you know, because so-and-so-and-so has it. And, you know, it kind of runs in the family. So that's why I asked that question, if anybody in your family had that and how what were their reactions, if you had any impact on them. But, you know, but um, 
you know, because it's important, you know, that we share this with all of the quote unquote extended family, because all of you are family out there. So, hey, we're sharing this with you all so that you can you can do better, that you can get better and get healthy. So, um, again, the name of the, the title of your book is Uncomfortable Peace. And we have Emmanuel that says he likes that title. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Emmanuel. Yeah, he likes the title. I like the title, too, because that's really good. Um, it, it is an uncomfortable kind of thing to make adjustments and, and have to change what you're doing. You can't stay if you're comfortable doing what got you into a bad situation. You know, you're going to be uncomfortable getting out of it. It's just it's just kind of the way that it's going to be. So, yeah, so it's a great title for your book. Is there anything else that, you know, in our last remaining minutes that you want to share with us? I mean, we got we got time, so. You know, <laughs> anything else that you want to share with us about your story, about your journey um, and things like that, that, you know, that that will help the listeners, help people that are listening so that they can, you know, some, have some great takeaways and and things like that. And you're also a publisher. Are you 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 were listed as a publisher as well. So are you publishing for others or just self-publishing for yourself? How's how is that going to work as well? So, I'm curious. Uh, so great question. Um, so so. Um... Probably the last takeaway um, that I could uh, make mention to all the listeners is take the time to self-educate yourself on everything that you're curious about that has to do with you. Um, don't take anyone else's word for it. Don't take my word for anything that I'm saying right now. Go back and do your own research uh, to see if what I'm saying has any validity. Um, you know, That's the best thing that any of us uh, can do um, because at the end of the day, the decisions that we make for ourselves, regardless if they're influenced by someone else or not, they're, you know, the, the results of them, good, bad, or indifferent, is what we have to live with individually. And so you yeah. want to be confident in the decisions that you do make for yourselves by having you know, as much information as possible when it comes to making any decisions that you make, especially as it relates to your, to your health. Uh, so self-education is uh, probably the biggest thing. That I can, uh, you know, reiterate uh, to everybody that's listening: you know, self-educate yourselves. I will uh, also throw a quick plug and uh, say, self-educate yourself on water. Uh, not all water is the same. I have a chapter in my book that's dedicated to water on how okay. not all water is the same. Um, but there's a, a plethora of information out there um, that's accessible to us all um, that we can take a look at. You know, as we determine what's the best kind of water to to consume uh, that won't break our pockets. Um, so okay. I just wanted to leave, leave everybody with that. As it relates to uh, the publishing, um, you know, I chose to start a publishing company uh, so that I didn't have to give up any any ownership of my book to anyone else. Okay. Um, and so that's how I started. We're actually working on uh, three other projects now, uh, and we are looking to you know publish other other books for other people that you know want to get their stories out. Uh, okay. So this is just our first project. Um, you know, we aspire in the next five to ten years to be a major publishing company um, because okay. it's uh, you know it's it's something needed. Um, you know, there's not a lot of red tape, at least not on our end. And uh, you know, we, we want to help others get their stories out uh, that they otherwise okay. uh, you know haven't been able to get out at you know up to date. Uh, so we're okay. definitely looking for other authors uh, you know that that are looking for a publisher. Um, you know, we can be uh, reached at uh, dfpublishing.org on my website. I actually go live on the 25th of January. Uh, we're just okay. uh, finishing the final details. Um, and also on that website, 
uh, for anyone that uh, is struggling with uh, type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. Uh, we'll be rolling out our uh, diabetes accountability program, uh, excuse oh, me, okay. accountability partner program uh, to okay. uh, be of assistance, uh, you know, to anyone that is looking for accountability partners uh, during okay, uh, you know, their journey uh, to uh, fighting type 2 diabetes. Okay. All right. That sounds, that's fantastic. So that's going to be available through your website as well. The, yes, ma'am. Uh, Diabetes Accountability Partner or yes, pre-diabetes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's great. So, um, I, I mean, I, I had a, I, look, I said the last word, but I had a question <laughs> because you said, because you're saying you're encouraging people to do the research and all of that. Did your doctors share with you any information aside from the prescription and slide it across the table? Um, uh, they, they, they told me about, uh, something called a dash diet and um but they didn't give too much information on it was more of a uh like a printout of about 20 pages mm -hmm. and so you know i mean the, the session itself was probably 15 20 minutes and so it was only so much they could say during that time especially considering mm -hmm. that half of that time they were out of the room um and that's okay um so yeah. they did something about the dash diet and looking to that i realized that it just wasn't beneficial for me um and so i did my own research uh, when it came to you know, what I was going to consume and why. So I'm uh, primarily a pescatarian, um, you know, and that's been working for me uh, you know, okay. for the last uh, going on year and a year and a half, almost two years. Um, but uh, they, they did tell me that I could continue, you know, having the things that I was enjoying as long as I took that particular medication, which I kind of my emotions, I realized that it just didn't make any sense. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, not to make myself bigger out to be bigger than what I am, but you know, in my mind, I just figured, okay, well, I would have to rely on this particular medication for a very long time in my life. If I mm -hmm. continue to consume what was already damaging my body and got me into this position in the first place, right. and, and take the easy way out and just consume this particular medication. And so, you know, I started doing my own research and every goal, cause they didn't, they didn't tell me about the side effects. They didn't, they didn't make mention of them at all. Um, mm -hmm. And it wasn't until six months later um, I spoke to a different doctor, and uh, I remember he asked me, hey, you know, I, I see you were prescribed this particular medication, man. How's it going? I told him I never took it. And he said, man, I'm so proud of you. I'm happy for you. Don't you know that a lot of people that take this particular medication, they develop uh, greater kidney issues than what they started out with? Mm -hmm. And when I heard that. It just, you know, continued to reemphasize, you know, the, the, the positive feeling that I had on choosing not to, not to incorporate that uh, in my regimen en route to optimal health. Right, right. That's so well said. So well said. Um, I'm glad you didn't take it either. Um, <laughs> I, I try to tell people, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, but you know, you can't by not being a doctor, you, me personally, I can't go against the doctor. But um, Jar always try and tell people to do their research, just like you said. So that's really great. So let's give everybody all of your social medias, where they can find you. Um, and if um, if somebody wants an accountability partner soon before the website comes up, what do they need to do if they're needing help or wanting to, you know, talk with, connect with somebody or talk to somebody? Great question. So on Instagram and Facebook, I can be reached. Um, Vernon P. Davis, J.R. That's a V as in Victor, E as in Echo, R as in Romeo, N as in November, O as in Oscar, N as in November, P as in Paul, 
D is in David, A is in Alpha, V is in Victor, I is in Igloo, S is in Sierra, J as in Juliet, R is in Romeo, uh, Vernon P. Davis Jr. Um, and that's uh, both uh, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, prior to the debut of our website, uh, if anyone is in search of an accountability partner, uh, please reach out to me on either of those platforms, uh, and we can uh, we can get you set up. Um, you know, with uh, you know, with our package that we're gonna roll out, uh, we can get you set up and uh, you know, start uh, having conversations uh, you know, to assist you as you are en route to you know opt- achieving optimal health and, and healing your body. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you and everything that you have said and shared because, I mean, and congratulations on reversing that. And that's what I always like to say that this is this is not, it's number one, it's not a terminal condition. Number two, it is not a hereditary condition. And so it is completely reversible with diet and diet changes and exercise. And you have to do, you have to monitor, you need to know there's no one diet routine that works for everybody there's no right. universal diet but you got to know what works for your body and then do what works for you so i have somebody who said they were going to send me some um uh you said you were you were taking oh gosh i can't even think of what it is now seaweed the CMOS. CMOS. yeah somebody mm-hmm. said they're going to send me some CMOS. so i'm like i can't wait to get it and to try it um, so yeah, so I'm really, I'm, so I'm really glad to hear all of the things that you have shared with us today. So, um, thank you so much. I, I do thank you and everyone go check out his book, Uncomfortable Peace. It's available now on amazon.com and, uh, Hey, anybody out there got a story to tell you want to publish a book? You always thought you want to be an author, check him out as well got a publishing company and he can help you navigate all of that journey to get your book out there so i'm so grateful to have you on today thank you so much for an encouraging and uplifting story and keep up the good work and i look forward to hearing more from you and i gotta get the book now because i tell everybody drink water and you said there's differences and there's different waters so we got to get the book to find out what the difference is in the waters Yes, indeed. Got to get the book. Yeah, what I'll I'll leave you I'll leave you all with this as it relates to water. Um, Research reverse osmosis. That's a filtration process that a a lot of uh, water, a lot of bottled water uh, is filtered through. Uh, You might want to research that. uh, Do some extensive research on it um, before you consume another bottle of water that's filtered through reverse osmosis. Okay. All right. But if we want to know what's good, we got to we got to get the book. <laughs> got to get the book. Uncomfortable Peace. Well, Vernon, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. And everybody, again, it, this uh, the rebroadcast of this, the podcast, Sugar Addiction is Real Nutritional Therapy, S-A-I-R-N-T, on all of the streaming, podcast streaming platforms. And you can get the video. Um, you can go look at it again on Facebook at S-A-I-R-N-T, YouTube at S-A-I-R-N-T, uh, Twitter at Some Sweet Foods, Instagram at Some Sweet Foods, and you can come back over here at Haps and you can find it here. And, you know, so check him out. Check it out. It rebroadcast it. Share it with your family and friends um, because this is something that we need to hear. Starting off 2022 the right way. Get yourself healed. Until next time, everybody. Oh, yeah, if you guys want to get some sweets, you know where you can find that at? Go to sumsweet.com. All right. Until next time, everybody. Peace and blessings.
All right, God bless you all.